about one and only fried Oreo. Uh, I know you mentioned in your intro something about you deleted yourself a couple of times. I don't know which version of you deleting yourself I saw and I was like, oh, he's poof, gone. Uh, I don't really use this app much anymore, um, but it recently updated on my phone and I was like, hmm, let me check that. I didn't see you. And then funnily enough, on um, Twitter, that's when um, I then saw that you were back. Um, and searching on Anchor, you don't seem to pop up. I don't know what's up with that and the technology. But anyway, I'm glad to see an OG still at it. Um, I looked through my favorites and very few people from the old days, the beginning days, version one days, are still at it. Um, it's good to see that you're there. Stay with it. Uh, I'll probably drop in and listen every once in a while. But, you know, stay well. Hope the family's good. Take care in 2022. Why are you not donating to my podcast? So, I've been hearing a lot of confusion over introverts and extroverts. And I think I know why. And we're going to get into that. Now, the definition you find for introvert, let's search on Google right now. Introvert definition. Noun, a shy, reticent person. That's very plain language, right? We, we, you instantly know what an introvert is, right? Let's look up extrovert. Oops, did a little misspelling there. All right. Noun, an outgoing, overtly expressive person. So this makes sense, right? The extrovert is the talkative, he or she is the talkative person, the outgoing person that just can't contain their feelings and their enthusiasm and they just have all this energy, right? And the introvert is the opposite. It's the, the person in the back of the room who is not at all reacting to anything and has this Hannibal Lecter-like stare as it just looks deathly through your eyes and gazes into your soul to realize your existence is meh. That's kind of what we think, right? But it's interesting when you look at it from a psychological definition. So let's, uh, let's look at it in psycho psycho psychology terms, right? So when we look at extroversion in psychology terms, Extroversion is characterized by sociability, talkativeness, assertiveness, and excitability. People who are high in extroversion tend to seek out social stimulation and opportunities to engage with others. These individuals are often described as being full of life, energy, and positivity. Well, that kind of still makes sense, right? It makes sense in terms of what we um, view as extrovert. You are looking for things outside, right? Outside sources. Let's look at the introversion psycho psychology definition, okay? All right, so we got introversion. Now, this is where it gets interesting. According to these theories, an introvert is a person whose interest is generally directed inward toward his or her own feelings and thoughts in contrast to an extrovert whose attention is directed towards other people in the outside world. 
Nothing about shyness or a reticent person, right? It's about energy directed inward. But that's the confusion, right? We all have things directed inward, right? And we all have things outward too, right? So then there's that ambivert thing, right? So let's look at that ambiversion because that seems to be the key. Because we all have, we all like to do indoor and outdoor things, right? Just to, to, in a way, saying it, right? Ambivert, a person whose personality has a balance of extroversion and introvert features. Let's look at this psych, psych, psychology term. A person having characteristics of both extrovert and introvert. But what's fascinating to me is some people firmly believe that they are ambivert while others firmly believe they are an introvert and then you have others who firmly believe they are extrovert <clears throat> and i don't have a scientific study but i tend to find on the internet a lot of people don't like associating with being an extrovert it's almost um toxic in a way I come to find a lot of people like don't want to be put in that box, but with the introversion, I find that's that to be very popular for people to say they are. <clears throat> so with this being stated, what are you? <laughs> you're, you're all those things, right? Well, according to Carl Jung, and his uh, cognitive functions, which make up personality type that later got um, mutated by uh, Catherine Briggs um, and her daughter, Stephanie Myers, to which we know as MBTI. Well, according to cognitive, our cognitive functions and cognitive stack, we all are ambiverts. Yes. We all are capable of introvert and extrovert things. So this is why sometimes you see the bookworm who's reading all the time and they, you may think they don't talk at all to one day they're just able to break out into conversation and get along with people and connect. And they almost seems like they're a different person. And this is also why at times some people can be surprised to know that their outgoing friend amongst other circles can be very shy and reserved. Nothing that they know of that person to be. We are all complex individuals, right? So what personality typing is trying to do is it's trying to highlight what makes us complex and unique individuals. And I know some of you may think that's actually in contrast to what you consider MBTI. It's very fixed. You know, you take that test and automatically you're kind of like, no, this is wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. And just for the record, those types, they tend to love astrology. The, the astrology is on point for them. But with the MBTI, they're kind of like, nope, 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 nope. But the astrology, yeah, 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 yeah. It's all in the language though. MBTI is more set up to be practical for everyone and is not, um, changing in terms of its definition and wording whereas um astrology at times you can 
go to this person and they'll give you a different reading than what that person was saying. Uh, but anyway, that's a different conversation. So figuring out your type, we're going to break down the letters. And this is basically my long-winded way of talking about introversion and extroversion. Now, I happen to be an INTJ, and that is an introvert, leading introvert type. And it's funny, I remember telling people this in public that knew me, and they were surprised, like, you're not an introvert? And I was like, yeah, I am. But they didn't realize it because every time they see me, I'm laughing, I'm talking, I'm telling jokes, and, you know, I'm basically doing stand-up. <laughs> but it's it's easy for me to do that sort of stuff because I have a purpose and reason for talking. You know, I've, I've learned to adapt better with small talk, but there's a reason why I have my AirPods in my ear. <laughs> Most of the time when people see me, I'm almost infamously known for having my AirPods in my ear. Not to say that's what all introverts do, but I can imagine a, a great amount of them do. So with introverts, right, and social energy, we operate like anyone else, but it's those certain moments in the day or maybe even a culmination of weeks where we need downtime to go inward. We need those moments to go inward. And, and if we're denied that for too long, we can become chaotically outward. You see the difference there? The chaos is outward because the frustration is that we're not able to go inward. You know, I was talking with um, a friend of mine about personality typing, and she had said that um, based upon the results she got and she was reading up on it, she was still a little iffy on it. And I say, well, you got to look at it this way. There are 16 types, right? It's not that you're stuck in your 16 type box. You can go in any one of those boxes you want, any of those 16 you want. Explore, play, have fun, even live there. But at some point in time, you're going to need to go home. You're going to feel it. No one's going to tell you. You're going to know that you need to be home. And that's what it's like. This is why you can't get a different personality type later on in your life. This is why you can't feel one day that you're this type, but then another day that you're that type, because that's not how it works. You are always going to be your type. No matter what lens or filter you're looking through someone else's type. Which is great. It's a great thing. But you also have potential to grow in your type. So you will look completely different from what you had started out in your young adolescent days, as we all do when we grow and mature, right? I got this question on OkCupid once, and it said, do you still have the same values as you did at 16? And I was first, I was like, hell no. 
But then I thought about it again, like mm, some of them are still there. <laughs> you know, there's some of the things are the, the building blocks of yourself are still there. You know, still some of that childhood stuff in you is still there. Right. You're, you're not when you when you become a certain age or 30 or 40 or 50, you're not instantly this different person you still have all these experiences you still have all of these examples of your former self still impressing on you now right for your future we're all told to look into our inner child right our inner child and to get in touch with what it's like to be a kid again what is that what does that mean exactly well, cognitively speaking, it's learning to feel what you're, or not feel, but learning to appreciate your lower functions. And we're going to get into that a little more. That's, that's a little more complicated. But it's all about preference at the end of the day. Introvert, extrovert, ambivert. It's all about preference and what do you go to? This is what, to me, shatters the ambivert theory. It, because yes, in one instance, we all are ambiverts, but we still have a preference at the end of the day. And I'm not talking about what you're going to be like in a month or a year. I'm talking about that dark shit that you don't want to admit to anybody. I'm talking about that shit that, that is ugly. You know, it's not pretty. You almost don't even want to admit to it yourself. You know, that's the shit I'm talking about. That never goes away. It's always a part of you. That is the stuff you need to improve. Because that is what you see negative in others that you project. That really is bouts you're having with yourself. So thank you for listening, everyone. As we uh, are going to branch off more into this um, endeavor. Oh, and I also want to give a shout out to House of M, the homie who you heard in the beginning of this pod, one of the great anchor gods to me. You won't see him in the feature thing or nothing like that. He's too cool for that shit. And we were there when it was before all that stuff where anchor became now. But thanks for reaching out to me, bro. I appreciate you for that. Um, I've been under the weather and shit, dealing with family stuff and all that in a good way, good family stuff. But I just kind of didn't have the time to really make this pod. And now I do. Obviously, I got the time now. So thank you so much. Uh, hopefully you get to listen to more of my shit. And uh, everybody else, um, I have some ideas and hopefully you enjoyed them just now. <laughs>